Hello, beautiful souls. I'm so excited to bring you this interview with Daniel, the past life regressionist, who is a quantum healing hypnosis technique practitioner and a beyond quantum healing practitioner who wants to help you discover who, when, and where you've been across time. He feels the way he can do his part to make the world a better place is to help free individuals from the karmic baggage they've been carrying around for multiple lives. He believes that once you're free, you approach every decision from a different vantage point, which creates a butterfly effect that ripples across the world and beyond space and time as we know it. He is also the host of the podcast, Timeless Spirituality, so check that out. And I'm so excited for you to witness this experience and this conversation that we had. Do you spend all of your time building and maintaining your business so that you achieve the success you envision? Do you feel frustrated, unfulfilled, and have a loss or disconnect from your creative flow? Are you a conscious leader that is ready for change when it comes to society's views on money, wealth, relationships, and what prosperity truly means? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. I am your host, Miranda Mitchell. I am a 2-4 Manigen who is here to empower and equip you to step out of the box of social norms, guide you into using your voice for inspiration and impact, and support you in finding what prosperity means for you so that you have the business and life that fulfills you. So grab that cup of coffee, get comfy, and get ready to hear the heartwarming and heart-wrenching personal stories, all things human design and jinkies, plus tangible practices that you can implement right now for your personal and business growth. Hello, beautiful souls. It is Miranda here with Daniel, the past life regressionist, which I've had the privilege of having a session with. So I'm very grateful that you're here. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Mm, Thank you. I always love to just jump right in to asking a question about a story of you, because it's the heart-wrenching, heartwarming stories that connects us, right? So within provoking prosperity, I like to kind of ask the question about when a certain time or a certain experience happened in your life that shifted your perspective in what life was about or what prosperity was about. Can you think of an experience that just shows up for you right in this moment? Well, it's kind of ironic that you say right in this moment. Uh, my mom just moved yesterday from my childhood home so this is a house that she moved into in 1992 and they moved out in 2023 so 31 years there i mean granted i only lived there for 12 years but still like that was my childhood home so and you know as i'm sure we'll get to in in human design i'm just going to speculate right now that my human design probably says that I don't like change, that I have difficulty letting go of things. Am I on to something here with that? We'll go into that later. <laughs> so that in and of itself has been a, a transition for me of what does it mean to, to let go of four walls? You know, four walls that I haven't even really occupied in almost 20 years. So. It's really making me look at the world through a lens of, let's just say tangible. What does tangible even mean? Because that house, 
I can't blame that house for events that happened in my life. You know, I'm just saying even things that went on outside of it, there may have been things that happened. You know, if I was at school and had a bad day and I would take that home with me at the time and the feelings of that bad day would be there with me at home. What, what does it mean to give life to something? So I went back to the house yesterday and it was like, I had a conversation with the house of, you know, saying, thank you, you know, thank you one for giving me shelter, which is kind of stupid for me to be thanking the house in a sense, because my mom was the one who bought the house. And you know, also just like thanking the house for molding me. Thank you, thank you for being there at those moments for me. Thank you, corner that I used to lay in on the floor and play with my figurines when well, I, I did that every day when I was a kid. But, you know, thank you for being that corner where I had a, it was an open space, but at the same time, a corner that I could go into where I felt sheltered. And Then, of course, you know, me being the past life regressionist or a past life regressionist, it made me think about this is a home that I will most likely never encounter again in a future incarnation. I went to the backyard. I was like, you know what? After I pass away, I'll drop by and say hi. You know, <laughs> look at this view again. But I do believe that when we meet people, like for you, I'm, I don't know it to be a fact, but we've probably crossed paths in another life at one time or another. But that house, does a house have a soul? And I, I don't think a house has a soul. I mean, I think that the materials in the house have consciousness on one level or another, but it, it was just that feeling of this is a, a house and, and walls that are, are specific to this life. And only this life and something I will never encounter again. And I don't know if this answers the original question, but it was very, actually, yeah, I think it does. Cause it was provoking for me in, I had never looked at reincarnation that way up until yesterday of what, 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 what does it all mean? You know, what, what is the meaning of four walls? So mm. I think that that's something that I'll carry into into everything. I mean, granted, I look at dirt differently than I used to because, you know, I think everything has consciousness on one level or another, but I don't know. It just, it was interesting to think of, of those walls only being here for this life. Mm, and the energy, you know, the energy, mm -hmm. when you talk about going home with that bad day or being in that corner it's the energy that is there that you brought to that space, that you all brought to that space. Exactly. And then the walls no longer with her moving, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's the energy. I love that. And you said in um, in the forum that prosperity meant satisfaction mm -hmm. to you, which was very interesting because you are a generator. So for a generator, satisfaction is what you're looking for. So I would love to know what satisfy what satisfies you and what does satisfaction mean? I don't know if I've ever truly experienced satisfaction up until this point in my life. I think that in my mind, I have ideas of what will bring me satisfaction. But 
I also think that once I reach those places that I may not feel satisfied. I hope that I will, but sorry, what was your original question? <laughs> what does satisfaction mean to you? Okay, now now I'm kind of shifting on it because what I heard in my head there is you did well. And I think that is something I have said to myself many times that you did well, D, you did well. So, man, there's a lot of shifting going on here right now in this <laughs> conversation with you. So I think, yeah, that satisfaction, just maybe just a sense of you did well. Mm, and it almost like when you said that, I can almost feel it. Like it's like in the, in the gut, like, mm-hmm, like you did, you did good. You're grounded, mm-hmm. you're secure, you're safe. Like, and with the house too, it's, I noticed you said security. So it's like security, steadiness, safety, those things are showing up. So I'm wondering if satisfaction is kind of like that connection to security, safety, and always being grounded. That just showed up. I think it could be. I, <laughs> it's definitely something for me to sit with once we finish recording today. Mm-hmm. Now let's go into what you bring to the world. So we know a little bit about you. Um, and now we really, I would love for you to share so much, honestly. What is it that you do bring to the world? I'll just start with that because there, there can be numerous questions here. So what is it that you bring to the world? What do you grace the world with? And now this is what I need to say out loud to myself. Be humble right now. Be humble, D. <laughs> be humble and modest. But do you need to be? <laughs> I don't need to be, but it'd probably be for the best. But then, okay, maybe you're giving me permission now to just be off a leash. So maybe I should just, I should accept that invitation. Exactly. I think that I bring a unique perspective on time. And understanding that I don't know time. But I think I may understand it a little more than the average person. But in ways that still, I think there's that word tangible that's going to come up again that I can't tangibly grasp. So me speaking about the house before, I think there's the underlying subtext there of of show me, don't tell me. You know, that primary rule in writing, show me, don't tell me. So I'm I'm not going to sit there and preach to everyone about, about time, but I but there's that subtle undercurrent of me trying to to provoke a thought of someone to go back in time and think about their childhood home. Think about what that meant to be in that place and to think about those four walls and to to essentially encourage someone to go on that journey without saying, I'm going I'm to take you time traveling right now. I, I want to help the world see time through a different lens and that it doesn't always need to be your enemy. And that I, I don't need to sit up here with a whiteboard talking about quantum time. It's, it's the simplicity of what was child like, or your childhood like. Do you remember what color those walls were? Hmm. I love it. It's uh, it's funny because in quantum human design, the manifesting generator is called the time bender. I'm a man agent, so I'm one of the time benders. So when you say time, I have this thing with time, with bending time. It's like not just a straight and narrow. So, and I know I've 
had a session with you. So we went back in time and worked on some things. So I would love for you um, to maybe share with us, if you wouldn't mind, maybe an experience and obviously no names or anything, but maybe an experience that you had with someone that really touched you in some way, or maybe you just um, had an like this feeling, this unknowing feeling that showed up for you during an experience when you were working with someone? I think right now, the most appropriate one would be you. Because... I knew it was going to be me. (laughs) And, And I mean, I'm not just saying this for flattery purposes. My session with you it made me look at mothers differently. And I mean, especially when I had you on my podcast, I'm gonna drop the name right now, Timeless Spirituality. Check it out, everyone. Your session and that episode was all about you embarking on this journey of healing yourself for your kids. Because- Oh my goodness. Just what I encounter so often is I mean, is I mean, like the correct grammar there is our or my clients <laughs> talking about how badly their parents screwed them up, or my my parents did this. My why don't they get it? Why don't they get it? Why don't they get it? And I can't think of many examples. I mean, you're you're not the only one. I don't want to say you're the only one, but there aren't many examples I can think of of mothers embarking on that journey for their children. So it gave me hope that we may be heading in the right direction because I think that if more mothers and fathers would would work on themselves for their children, that there may be hope for us to find ourselves in a place a couple generations down the line where it becomes the norm for parents to work on themselves instead of projecting onto their children. So, you know, it it doesn't need to be about aliens or (laughs) encountering historical figures. I think it's, it's something as simple as a mother's love for her children and wanting to do anything that they could do in order to provide their children with the best life possible. Mm. Well, you almost brought tears to my eyes. Thanks a lot. You're not supposed to do that to the host. (laughs) (laughs) Because yeah, that is, that was a huge thing. And thank you for bringing that up. And I truly do feel more and more people are actually working on themselves. They're doing the inner work, maybe not for their children, but it might be for their, to work through their karma, through their ancestors. And I remember you saying that to start doing it for myself, not just for my children. So that was a huge thing because, um, as you know, I would always put myself last and I would put them first. So thank you for sharing that. Um, I would love for you, if you wouldn't mind sharing with everyone, so everyone understands what it is you do. Like when they work with you, when they have a session with you, what is it? What does it look like? What does it feel like? Because a lot of people have asked and they don't, they are either fearful or they don't know what it is or, you know, so I would love for you to share that so you can um, invite people into the space and knowing that they can trust that space. 
I'm reluctant to say exactly what it is because it really is tailored to the individual. I mean, one of the things I'm always going to stick by is you're not going to get what you want, but you'll get what you need. And I also, I'm not the one dictating what that is. So let's just start on the very basic level. My belief is that there are things going on in the unseen world, what we can't see, that there are guides or higher selves, angels, Jesus, whatever terminology is most comfortable for anyone, that there are other presences on the other side that are looking out for us, that are helping, not necessarily map out our lives, but support us on our journeys. So at the heart of it, I believe that it is your higher self, that part of you that knows everything about who you are in this life, everything you've been in past lives in a linear time sense, and everything you have the potential to be in future lives in a linear time sense. And that's really the start of the session is it just being tailored to you through ever what, or sorry, through whatever what comes forward. What will happen at the very beginning once you know we solidify a time is I'll go ahead and send you a pre-session questionnaire, which are questions that you have for your higher self. And you can ask anything you want at this point. Sky's the limit. It could be, why is my favorite color blue? Why did my third grade teacher, fourth grade teacher, eighth grade teacher treat me like garbage? Why do I feel like this person I'm in a relationship with that I've been in a relationship with them before, but I've never met them before in this life? Just anything you can think of, the sky is the limit. And what we're going to do in the pre-session is we're going to go over your life now, the entire history of you. We're going to start at birth, and then we're going to go to today with however much you want to share. So if you want to give me a couple lines, that's your choice. I would encourage you to, to provide me with a little bit more than just, oh, childhood was good. Oh, yeah, college was good. Yeah, my husband's good. You know, my, my wife, my wife is good. I don't, some days are an eight, some days are a nine, but she's good. Something a little more than that, because the purpose of going over the story of you is so I understand the patterns that you are experiencing in this life. So that way, if they pop up during your regression, I will be able to spot them and say, okay, let's explore this a little bit more. So once we've gone over all that is when we'll go into the regression. and. Yes, I am a past life regressionist, but it's not always a past life that you see. Sometimes you may only see moments from this life. Sometimes it, it may be more metaphorical. Primarily, I believe it is past lives, but it's whatever you need to see, not what you want to see. And you experience it many different ways. Sometimes it's through visuals. Sometimes it's through a feeling. Sometimes it's just through a knowing. But there's something that happens in that space where you just, you get it a little bit more than in your conscious waking space. But you're also fully alert during the process. So you don't check out. I mean, there, there's that rare individual who will check out. And out of the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of these that I've done, I mean, maybe I've had two people who come back saying, huh, well, what <laughs> happened? But you're just, you're in a heightened space of awareness. And then we're going to go talk to your higher self and we're going to ask all the questions that you came in with. 
And most of the time, they will be answered. But if they're not, your higher self will explain why it's not the right time. And I think it usually makes sense. I think that when that happens, some people may be slightly disappointed, but I think they still understand why it wasn't the right time. So it's something else that's in control up there. We're just kind of along for the ride. And then I'll bring you back and we'll talk about it. And then it's up. Here's, I have to emphasize this too and stress this. It's up to you what you decide to do with the information. You can decide to act on it and make a change in your life, or you can say, you know what, that was a bunch of garbage. Mm -hmm. But the session in and of itself can be very healing if you allow it to be. But I am not here to heal anyone. I'm just here to facilitate a space where they can allow the healing to take place for themselves. And ultimately, they're the ones who are healing themselves. Mm -hmm. And then I... I go make myself a sandwich. But then again, I don't, I don't really buy bread because as I'm sure we'll talk about in human design, I like my carbs. So I, I don't keep them around the house. Although my mom did have me clean out the refrigerator and there was a loaf of bread in there. There was actually two. I said, I can't mm. take two home because I'm going to eat both of them. So of course, I just polished off the loaf. <laughs> we won't go over that in human design. <laughs> What is it human design? <laughs> we will not go over that in human design. <laughs> okay. So it doesn't say anything um, about, about like carb gluttony or anything? No, no, no. I mean, there is the connection to food, which honestly, you do have that channel that has to do with food, <laughs> which is interesting that that just came it up. Oh, makes sense. <laughs> um, I also just want to say um, during the process, the time, like you mentioned before, goes really fast. Like mm -hmm. hours go by and I mean, I was awake the entire time. Hours mm -hmm. went by and I was like, whoa, seriously? It was that long? So it is an amazing, amazing experience. Um, you. You're welcome. You're, you're wonderful at what you do. The voice and everything, I highly recommend. And you know, I've had people go to you. I've referred people to you. So I appreciate what you bring to the world. It's something that is quite amazing. And I love the bending of time or time or whatever you say it is with time. And the, just the sense of knowing that you have, but can't really put it into the words because it's what you be, really. It's what you're mm -hmm. here to be, right? So I would definitely recommend anyone to go reach out to Daniel, the past life regressionist. And the last question I would love to ask is if... You were to, I know that you shift your perspective and things, and you have to with what you do with your awareness, you're able to take in new ideas and possibilities, right? So do you see yourself um, still shifting and emerging into, oh, I'm not even going to finish because you're already shaking your head. So let's go. Well, maybe I should hear the rest <laughs> of the question first. Before nope. I... You already just know. Let's see what it's, what it's about. Shifting and emerging. I think as every day passes, I'm understanding more and more that I know less and less. And I mean, I do operate from a place of there's a difference between believing and knowing. I don't know that God exists, but I believe that God exists. I don't know that past lives are real, but I believe that they are. And this may run as a contradiction to what I was saying earlier, but as every day goes on, I'm, I'm understanding 
that I understand time less and less than I thought that I did. And that there really is, there's no logic to time. There's no rhyme or reason. I was so fixated on viewing time in a linear time sense that it, it was prohibiting me from grasping that time is truly a human construct. And somehow time exists because we've, we've collectively agreed that time will exist. Now, then, of course, the question comes, well, but the sun will rise and set every day. Or, like, I guess we can say every day because that's an indication. Well, then again, it's an indication of the passage of time because we've said that that's the indication. But it's safe to assume that the sun will rise and set. We'll put it that way. But even that is an indication of the passage of time, even if even if we don't view it as such. So... What does that mean? What does and, that and, mean? And I don't know. Yeah, but you're open to the possibilities. And that's like, we put labels on everything. We have labels on time, labels on what we should do in society, labels on relationships, labels on what your kids should be. I mean, everything is labeled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what would happen if there was no labels? And it feels like that's kind of like what you're opening up to. Like, what if mm-hmm. there was just, no labels. What would it be then? Exactly. And something that's coming up in sessions more and more frequently is, again, this is just in a linear time sense, that I'm seeing so much overlap in my clients' past lives. In the sense that, you know, if, if they see five lives in one session, one life may be in the 1950s, you know, as a, as a white person, and that they may see themselves in the 1960s as a person of color, but that person of color may be in their 30s or 40s. And I've been a past life regressionist since 2016. And up until I'd say late last year in 2022, I would try to explain those things away with labels. And okay, maybe we're just looking at at a different dimension or a parallel reality, or maybe we do live in in multiple bodies at one time. But in keeping with the theme of time and not understanding it, I'm just kind of throwing my hands up in the air at this point and saying, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. And it's okay that I don't get it. I don't need to get it. But I'm just understanding that I don't get it. And then I also that I don't need, I don't need those labels in order to, I mean, do I dare even say it, walk away with some satisfaction. I love how you brought that all back. It's a good full circle moment. <laughs> it Time was. moment. Like what I did there with moment. <laughs> so good. <laughs> thank you. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for being here. Um, we are going to go more into your chart in the next one, but I would love for you. You can definitely let everyone know where they can find you, your podcast, your website. Where can everyone find you? So my website is thepastliferegressionist.com. You can reach me on Instagram at The Past Life Regressionist. And my podcast is called Timeless Spirituality. Yes. And I will definitely find out which one I'm on there. So what number that is. And I'll put that in the show notes with everything too. So you guys can listen to that if you choose. And the next podcast will be going into his chart. So definitely be on the lookout for that. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. 
My hope is that you walked away with something today that has opened your mind, your heart, or both. Listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand, but it helps humanity as a whole. So if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast and you feel that you want to share, please do. Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram. So please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. One last thing, if this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda-Mitchell.com. Click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all love. Till next time.